Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The nuclear alternative. The global energy crisis has hit the Philippines harder than many other countries, making it hard for us to procure enough fuel at affordable prices. Even before the crisis hit, we already had the highest electricity rates in Asia on a KW per hour basis. This represents 10 to 15% of every poor family's household expenses. The global situation has made things worse. As the geologist Dr. Carlo Arcia, director of the Philippine Nuclear Research Institute, PNRI, puts it, 47% of Philippine electricity comes from coal, mostly from Indonesia, whose prices have increased by 500% in the past two years. Natural gas from Malampaya represents 22% of the energy mix, but supply is rapidly declining and gas prices have risen by 122% in the last three years. About 80% of the Philippine baseload is threatened, hydro and geothermal, which constitute 22% of the mix, are maxed out, while solar and wind, which represent 30% of total capacity, are not enough to support the baseload. Amid dwindling Russian gas flows caused by the war in Ukraine and the rebounding energy demand after COVID-19, Prices of liquefied natural gas, LNG, have risen astronomically from the previous year. Between the fourth quarter of 2019 and the fourth quarter of 2021, European and Asian gas prices have risen sevenfold. Since then, little has changed, power outages could affect at least 1.3 million Philippine households, according to the latest estimates. The best scenario for Philippine energy security, according to Arcia, is to explore more gas to extend Malampaya, expand solar and wind and start and ramp up nuclear energy to eventually replace coal. None of these measures can be fast-tracked overnight, but by adopting the appropriate program now, we can expect to see the appropriate results at the proper time. The mere mention of nuclear energy takes us into the heart of the energy debate. It is an act of courage. In 2021, according to Wikipedia, 33 countries had commercial nuclear power plants. In 15 of those countries, nuclear energy supplied at least 20% of their annual electricity generation. The U.S. led the list with a 91.5 gigawatt capacity, with 1 gigawatt being equivalent to 1 billion watts. After the U.S. comes France, with 63.1 gigawatts, then China, 50.8 gigawatts, Japan, 32 gigawatts, Russia, 29.6 gigawatts, South Korea, 24.5 gigawatts, Canada, 13.6 gigawatts, and the U.K., 6.5 gigawatts. But while a big part of the world's electricity supply comes from nuclear power, the Philippine experience in this area has so far been negative. In 1976, the Marcos senior government engaged Westinghouse, USA to build two 620 megawatts reactors in Morong, Bataan, for $650 million. The project sailed into allegations of bribery and overprice, and the plant was said to have been erected in a geologically unsafe and dangerous place, 25 miles away from an earthquake fault and 5 miles away from a volcano, Mount Pinatubo. Despite the controversy, Work on the plant continued until the cost ballooned from $650 million to $2.2 billion, and the original plan for two reactors was eventually scaled down to just one reactor. The plant was completed in 1984 but was never fueled. In its September 1, 1986 issue, Fortune magazine called it the $2.2 billion nuclear fiasco. That same year, 
President Ferdinand E. Marcos fell from power in the Chernobyl nuclear power plant disaster, the world's worst ever civil nuclear disaster, struck north of Ukraine. President Corazon Aquino decided to mothball the BNPP largely for political rather than scientific and technical reasons. At least two cases, one in the U.S. District Court in New Jersey and another before the International Chamber of Commerce, were filed against Westinghouse but failed to prove anything against it. In May 1993, a U.S. jury acquitted Westinghouse of the allegations of bribery and overprice, etc. The Aquino government decided to drop all claims against Westinghouse and assume all obligations related to the BNPP. A proposed settlement included the possibility of reviving the BNPP. This obliged Westinghouse to repair and upgrade the BNPP and bring it up to the current standards of the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission, and to operate and maintain the BNPP for a period not exceeding 30 years, during which it would train Filipinos in the BNPP's operation, management and engineering. An independent, scholarly study, towards a balanced assessment of the viability of nuclear energy in the Philippines by Dr. Joseph T. Yap, Ph.D., UP School of Economics, published in the Journal of Environmental Science and Management in December 2021, presents evidence that the BNPP was operational at the time Cory Aquino shut it down. This became part of Aquino's main decision to shut down the Department of Energy and the entire government energy program, for no other reason than that it was one of Marcos' more successful flagship programs. One disastrous consequence of this decision was the 10-12-hour daily electric power blackouts that President Fidel V. Ramos inherited from his predecessor. This led him to enact the Electric Power Crisis Act, which called for the acquisition of extremely expensive electric power barges from abroad to end the blackouts. As a senator at the time, it became my duty to sponsor the appropriate legislation, which allowed certain favored parties to make a lot of money from the power barge acquisitions. The YAP study shows that the country's economic deceleration from 1990 to 1993 was induced to a large extent by the electric power crisis, caused mainly by a long policy of ineptitude and bureaucratic neglect. The study shows that the economy lost at least $13 billion by not operating the BNPP during all those years. We need a new study to show how much the economy continues to bleed from the government's inability to shift to the nuclear power alternative. But with men like Dr. Arcia, Drive, Yap, and other forward-looking members of the scientific and academic community providing President Marcos Jr. with the necessary scientific advice, we have more than enough reason to hope. Fstotot at gmail.com